0: different forms of social media out there right now, it takes absolutely no time at all to witness someone's entire relationship play out, their friendships end, or any of life's hurdles impact them in some way. And you notice over time that quite often as women, we tend to decide that there is something wrong with us if certain things happen. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that women are always not at fault if something ends, because of course we all have our interesting little quirks, shall we say. We have our issues, we have our things that need to be fixed, but instead of thinking of those things, quite often we have a tendency to instead focus on our own insecurities that we've always had. And unfortunately for some of us, it takes us a very, very long time to accept the insecurities we have and to deal with them. Because of that, it can impact everything else. So I'm going to tell you a little secret here. For me, right now, I have the words, I am enough, written on my bathroom mirror. Don't worry, it's in dry erase marker. But it's one of those things that I always have to remind myself. I don't know why. And to be honest, I have come a very, very long way from some of the insecurities I let plague me growing up. Now, is it perfect now? Absolutely not. Do I have my days of utter utter insecurity that will stop me in my tracks? Absolutely. Let's just start with the fact that I am extremely shy. And I always have been. And people like to say, oh no, you're not. You're not shy. Yes, I am. And it kind of frustrates shy people when you tell us we're not shy. I've always been extremely shy. It's just that I know I've learned over time how to push myself and force myself to speak up, or to express myself in certain situations. But everyone has not reached that point. So if you know you're really, really shy, start working towards what it takes for you to voice yourself. Because you do realize there's only one you. So despite whatever it is that scares you about speaking up in certain circumstances or situations, practice it. My thing sometimes is when I'm in situations with perfect strangers, especially when I'm on vacation or I'm someplace I probably won't be again, I force myself more then than any other time. Because what I tell myself is I will probably never see these people again. So, if I'm never going to see them, what difference does it make if whatever I say isn't funny, if it's not impactful, if I come off as dull, or whatever it is that your fear is that kind of makes you a little more shy? I'm going to be honest here. My mother takes shyness to another level she really, if, if it was possible for her to never talk to anyone ever outside her family, she would do it. She doesn't even like having to tell people on the telephone. So, because of that, she raised her children to be more outgoing. And we're, we are more outgoing than she is. I give you that. But I have always just been really, really shy. And it took work to get me to a point where I know there are things and there are times when I have to push myself. So find those little moments when you can go ahead and test your own limits. You may feel extremely shy in a situation, but what's really going to happen if you speak up? Is someone going to tell you, shut up? Are they going to tell you that they'd rather you quiet in a corner? Because if so, we have other things we need to be talking about, baby girl. But if it's just your own shyness, let's work to get you to a point where you, at the very least, feel comfortable enough to express who you are in all situations. Also, also, How shall I say this? I grew up extremely tall. So, because of that, I always tried to make myself invisible growing up. Now, it's a little hard when you're 5'11 and you're in junior high. You can't be invisible. But, I have learned over time that there are short people who wish they were tall, and tall people that wish they were short, I guess there are a lot of us who are never going to be completely happy with the way we were meant to be. But that doesn't determine who you are. Figure it out. Understand, this is the way God made you. So, if you're short, if you're tall, if you're in between, at some point you have to learn to hold your head high and walk. Because of these little things, there were times I wouldn't wear heels because why make myself taller? I'm already ridiculously tall. Why bring more attention to myself? Over time, I learned that I actually enjoyed heels. I enjoyed the confidence of... I felt when I walked in them a certain way. So, I learned to work through it. And the same thing applies to you. You don't like the way a certain feature is? Work on it. Because at the same time, my insecurities have always had an impact from my weight fluctuation. Because I'm always going to be, just who I am, a southern girl who does not fit the Barbie doll mold. I'm sorry. Now, does that mean that if we don't fit a certain mold, we shouldn't try to be healthy? Absolutely not. We should do the work to get our bodies to look in a way that makes us happy. I didn't say Get in a size two. I didn't say eat only leaves and vegetables. I did not. What I said was figure out what makes you happy. Not what makes him happy. Not what makes the chick down the street happy. What makes you happy? If you feel like you need to lose 50 pounds, lose 50 pounds. If you feel like you need to gain 10 pounds, do so. But it needs to be something that you determine Will make you happy. And if you're not really sure, but you know you want to lose weight, then why not start with giving yourself very short-term goals. Like I want to lose 5 pounds by this date. And evaluate and see. Am I happy at this size? Do I want to lose more? Okay, do another 5 If you know you don't normally exercise enough and your body's not going to agree to this, start off slowly. The first time I got on an elliptical machine, I don't think I could make it to five minutes and I was out of breath and ready to strangle someone. So little by little each day, I added another minute or two that I insisted on making before I got off. Now I can easily get on an elliptical and stay on there and lose track of time. You have to work forward and work at the things you want. Now, one thing about all of this is if you're still not really sure what works for you when you want to talk to other people, why not try focusing on other people? And what I mean by this particular step is, if you're in a situation and you're feeling that shyness overwhelm you, ask questions. Let them talk about themselves to you. Then you're talking less, but you're still involved. You're still not looking like a wallflower. And little by little, you're learning more about someone, which could potentially become a friend or a business associate later on, but you're giving yourself time to test out getting out of that shell you're in. So focus on other people. They love to talk about themselves half the time. So sometimes people need someone to listen. So if you're extremely shy, giving them that opportunity works both ways. It pushes you out of your shy zone and lets you learn about others. Now, at the same time, the next tip is stepping outside of the box. Or rather, let's just pretend there's no box. In order to grow and keep moving, you want to keep testing yourself. Keep learning So, if there are things that you're absolutely positively afraid of doing, why not do some of those things that you would have never considered doing and learn just what you're capable of? There have been things that I have done that younger me would have never freaking considered. And now it's like, hmm, okay, I tried that. I tried going up in the air on this little stupid rope. Let's see. Do I want to try something else? Do I want to try skydiving next? Do I want to try... I'm not doing bungee jumping. Forget that. I'm not that crazy. Anyway, but what do you want to try next? Those little things push you out your comfort zone and show you that you're a little more to you than you even realized. If you just stick to... I would never, no, I would never do that. You stay stagnant. You want to try new things. Heck, if you're interested in learning Spanish, take it up. Start learning it. Don't listen to anyone else tell you what you can't do. Start doing the things you've always wanted to do that takes you outside of that little box you're in and evolves you and elevates you and makes you more interesting Because you do realize that little dash on our tombstone tells us everything. It tells us what did we do with the time we were here. Did we spend it sitting inside of a little box and trying to be safe and secure and not disturb any waves? Or were we making an impact in some way for ourselves and for others? One of the best things anyone ever taught me was taking time to figure out how to calm my mind because as women, you know, we sometimes operate like a computer with 50 billion tabs open and we can't focus on one thing at a time. We just, our heads, our minds are everywhere. And we're thinking about this, and we're doing this, but our mind's over here, and we need to get this done, and, and we've got five more minutes before that timer's going off, and we have to learn to stop and breathe. So if you've never tried it, look into meditating. I know some people think it's really just quirky, and but I'm not saying you have to sit there and chant and ring little bells. What works for one person may not work for another. Some people meditate with music and sounds and guided meditations. Others meditate quietly with no noise or outside interference. Some people do so inside. Some prefer nature. Find what works for you. And if you're not sure where to begin... The website has a million, Google, just Google it. There's a million different ways and tips to teach you how to start off meditating if you're a newbie, but you would be surprised how much just taking five, ten minutes a day to meditate and breathe and not focus on anything else can help you clear your mind and figure things out. Especially when you're stressed out and you have a million things you're trying to figure, sometimes those few moments can give you all the clarity you need to help you realize just what you need to do or just what you're capable of. And one speaks to the other. Once you learn to meditate, you can hopefully learn and experience how to manifest the things, the accomplishments, the goals that you have. You know, one of the easiest tricks in the world is when you're afraid of something you want, is to sit there and picture you doing it. You know, let's say you want to be a well-renowned best-selling author, well then you keep the images when you manifest. For instance, I will sometimes do these visions of me doing book signings with huge crowds and lines of people who just absolutely love my book. Why? Because that's better than those stupid visions I have that come in unannounced that tell me No one's going to want this. No one's going to read this. It's going to sit there. No one's going to order your book. Which one's better? My version or the unrequested one that just pops in my head? Obviously, I want to focus on the one I give myself and keep pushing. Because if I focus on the other one, I stop. I don't write the next chapter. I give up. So you have to learn to manifest what you really want and tune out the noise. And what I mean by noise, it can be anything from what you're telling yourself to what other people are telling you, because unfortunately, we are sometimes surrounded by people who tell us what we can't do or what we're not good enough for or what a question why we're even trying and why we can't accept where we are in our reality. That could be why I'm on marriage number two, but I digress. Sometimes we have to push forward, even if we're the only person who believes in us. And as you're manifesting and meditating and all of this stuff that I've laid out as tips today, I just need you to do one thing for me. Learn to know who you are, what you want accept all those things, and then learn to love all those things. We have a tendency of loving everyone else and focusing on everyone else and taking care of everyone else. But if you don't love you, how do you expect anyone else to give you that type of love? And loving you requires you to get to know you first So that you love you and can show and demonstrate how you want to be loved. If that makes any sense. I personally have a necklace that I just started wearing recently that says I am enough. I actually got it on Amazon because I was insistent on reminding myself of that at all times and whatever it is that you need to remind yourself of find a way to keep that information with you even if that means just writing it on a post-it note and sticking it to your computer monitor whatever works until next time my friend